All right, on this episode of the Holy Ruckus Podcast, Advent Edition, pre-Christmas, it is finally the moment you've all been waiting for. Week to week, we've been looking at songs, traditions. Now let's get into movies, films that really bring in that Christmas spirit. As you can see, we're decked out, and we got some friends with us. So yes, we got my man, Anthony Esser, and Tori. Say hello, guys. Hey there. Hello. What's going on, y'all? So yes, um... It, it, it takes planning to put this one together, right? It get, because it's so near and dear to our hearts. Because this is not just like us talking about our favorite seasonal Christmas movies, like right now and what we're watching as we get ready for Christmas. But it's also something that it just—it's in our childhood, right? I mean, it's something that really pulls at the heartstrings from our childhood. Ain't that right, Anthony? Oh yeah, that's right for sure. Yeah, I think yeah. one, yeah, one of the things that uh, uh, I remember is yeah, watching the same Christmas movies over and over again every year, and um, I think it's just one of those things that connects you uh, between generations too. Is the movies that were classic for like our folks are still classic for us? Oh, for sure, Tori, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, Christmas movies. I feel like you don't necessarily feel like it's Christmas until you watch like the ones that just like bring back, oh my gosh, I remember being like seven or eight years old and watching this show or like just certain songs or memories come on and you're just like, oh my gosh, like, yeah, this is Christmas. Like, it doesn't get old. No, for sure. For sure. So let's go ahead while we got a few others kind of, kind of jumping in here in the later in the later rounds but let's go right into it folks if you haven't already done so get on our IG page at the holy ruckus follow and then you'll see there you get a chance to kind of answer some questions we're going to answer them live what is the most underrated overrated christmas movie what are your top 4 um who delivers on christmas every every year for you in terms of movies that you watch and uh and so that's what we're going to do. We're going to get into it. And so I'm going to let the lady go first. Uh, Tori, who's in your top four in terms of Christmas movies? Um, I know this is hard to narrow it down. I was like, should I do an elite eight? But like, I was like, it's better. It looks better on paper if I just did a top four and an honorable mention. Tori, how'd you do? Yeah. Uh, what's in your top four? So I just kind of narrowed it down to what I really kind of end up watching every year. Um, so a new one that like I didn't really see it until like 2011, which seems like that was not that long ago, but it was. Um, so I would add it, It's a Wonderful Life. And then Home Alone for, I was really between Home Alone, the first one, and then the second one, cause uh, Lost in New York, I just, I like New York. So that was, just brings back like being in New York Christmas time is awesome. Uh, then the Santa Claus is something I watched when I was a kid um, and like totally was all about Santa and um, the Grinch with Jim Carrey. Cause I remember being a kid when that came out and um, the whole, where are you Christmas song now kind of resonates as an adult. Cause I'm just like sad. Um, Such a good yeah. And then honorable mentions, I have to just say, because I would have put these as movies, but I just, thought they were more specials are all the claymation uh ones so mm -hmm. all of the different shorts that were used to be on like abc family now freeform um those used to be like the 25 days of christmas was like my jam would just be consistently on so, and if you had to say for like the claymation what what does it for you for the claymation what's your what's your fave <clears throat> um probably the little drummer boy um i don't know why yeah. i mean some the beginning is kind of eh, but the ending scene where it's like 
I mean, spoiler alert, if you have not seen this like 60 year old show, um, <laughs> the ending scene where his little lamb gets like run over and then he like brings the lamb. He has no idea who Jesus is. And then like the song starts playing and then like Mary looks at him and like all he brings is just his like, his only thing he knows how to do is like play the drums. And he's like, please heal my lamb, like help, help. Um, and then it happens and then it's just so beautiful. It makes me cry. And then, and then what ended up winning? Was, yeah, what ended up winning out, out of your top four? What what made the top for you? If we had to even uh, say it's, that, it's a wonderful life one. Um, it's a long one to watch, and sometimes it's just like it's hard to get through when they play it on Christmas Eve. You're just like, I want to go to bed, but I know like the ending is so good, um, and it's a little dark too. But there's just something about it where um, I don't know. I've seen like people just like down on their luck on Christmas and Christmas can be like a really tough time. And it's just like a reminder to be like grateful for everything around you. Like it's not about like what you're getting on Christmas. It's what you already have and how you don't realize how much you have, especially like when you're in a time of need. So yeah. And then my boss one time related it to the incarnation and everything. And it was, uh, it's just, yeah. It's a wonderful life. Yeah. He related. It's a wonderful life to the incarnation, which was insane. I wonder. I wonder who else would resonate with that. Because I, I haven't seen it, Tony. I'm really bad, but I know who has, and that's Annie McHugh who joins us. What's up, Annie? Are you there? Hi guys. Hi guys. Hi. Hi. What did we watch last night for the very first time for you? Um. Wonderful life. <laughs> wonderful life. <laughs> Wonderful. Yes. Yes. We just watched it last night as a family. Um, and it was the first time I had watched it since being a parent. Oh my goodness. Mike and I were both crying like the whole time. I, I was that time. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to Right. Johnny didn't cry, but the adults in the room were just very weepy. Really? It really gets at you. Really? It's I don't know, Anthony. Does it do it for you? <clears throat> Look, <clears throat> I I love It's a Wonderful Life, and I love Tori's selection of movies. Like Partly because it takes the pressure off of me, because I love movies in general. Christmas movies are like a genre I super jive with, and so my top four are probably I'm gonna like say I'm I'm just gonna caboose her top four are gonna be like on my train of movies, so that I get there an additional top four because I also love all of them. Um, but It's a Wonderful Life, I think. I need to. I haven't watched it yet this year. Really want to. Love the discussion. It's bringing it up for me. And I think, to be honest, like, I'll, I'll, if you hadn't cried at a, at, in at that movie in the past, you very well may this year because <laughs> a lot of oh, us this have those moments. Like, and I know honestly, like my wife yeah. and I, even recently, yeah. of just like, oh my gosh, like what is happening? Um, you know, whether it's stuff that's happening to us or stuff that we've like done to ourselves. You know, where we just think like. Oh man, like I don't know this. My family, this world, it might be better like without me because it's just I can't handle it or I can't oh do goodness. it. There's, well, no, I'm just saying. Like I mean, that's the point. Hey. Josh, <clears throat> Mr. George Bailey is down on his luck. Is a bit of an understatement. Dude's on a bridge. So, um, you know, but <laughs> but, um, but a lot of people's situations is just that they're feeling um, <laughs> overwhelmed and like they're out of options and um, and not sure where they. You know where they fit into to the world and so i think it's a great movie to just it's not just about like um you know stick around it really like is what i think 
even for secular movies, is the core of the Christmas genre, which is remembering the importance of family and the centrality of of um, of being with our families, providing for our families, and what each of us means to those other people um, in our families. And um, you know, which if we want to really stretch it, which is what Christmas, even in its in its most theologically resonant, um, you know, the incarnation um, component, you know, we we are called in an even deeper way to be a part of God's family, you know, as he becomes a part of the human family. So um, so what does that mean to to belong to each other, to sacrifice for each other, et cetera, et cetera? Wow, we're getting really – I didn't think we were going to get there. Yeah. He's talking incarnation. You're I talking family. There, man. Wow. Yeah. Okay. 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 Well, let's keep let's keep going. Well, what, what were your top four? Did you did you get there? I don't even yeah, know yeah, yeah. There. Sure. So I'm gonna I'll go real quick since I was rambling on about the. No, you're fine. Go for it. But um, but I think that um, one of my one of my top ones, which I'm gonna circle back to in a question later, is uh, is the Charlie Brown Christmas special. Um, love that. When I was in middle school, they put on the play, and I was in the play. Unfortunately, mm. the role that I had was Shermie. I will remember that line for the rest of my life because all he says is one line is every year it's always the same. I always end up playing the shepherd. And then I had a dance <laughs> with Frankenstein with my arms out in front of me. So um, so I, that movie has a special place in my heart, but I also think is a is an important Christmas movie for the um the uh the other ones, uh Elf, I think is like awesome. Like a, a movie in like contemporary times it was like not only came out a handful of years ago that i think is like so funny to and so um and so like light it like imbues that kind of like it doesn't have a super complicated heavy plot the romance isn't like steamy and weird like it, it really solidified itself as a, as a hysterical awesome christmas movie um not in the least part because of will ferrell's performance um and then i think uh other couples i love i love it's wonderful life i also love white christmas in that kind of genre of classic movies from that time period um bing crosby and blah, 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 all the other actors um you know white white christmas uh, a friend of mine from college who's who's still a really really close friend recommended that was one of her favorite movies growing up um so we still watch that love the music and kind of the big band type of christmas mood that 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 um has fun with and um and then i i have to say i i know tori mentioned them but i love the home alone movies as well um so yeah both home alone one and uh and number two and i'm just going to put number two is in my top four because really? new york for some reason has been getting some hate from some of my circles so um we got we love, love hashtag love for pigeon lady that's all I'm gonna say. So. <laughs> did see the, okay did everybody see the did they come out like the little Post a little news article of the pigeon lady is not what's his name the 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 British guy oh, yeah. Pierce, Pierce Morgan Pierce Morgan yeah 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 Pierce Morgan looks like the pigeon lady absolutely he does <laughs> that's hysterical oh my gosh and here we go pigeon lady Father Pat welcome greetings everybody I finally figured out my internet over here did you really happy Advent happy Advent season. <laughs> Father Pat. Pablo, Pablo, Pat. Oh, there we go. Yo. Awesome. Awesome. Up, did, you, did, you ha did you finish with yours or no? Who who won overall? Oh, who won overall on mine? Mm -hmm. That's really tough. I would say um, uh, out of those, 
Um, that's really, really tough. I would say Elf probably just really? because like most, wow. most games I need something I need something lighter, you know. All those are good, and I'm one that'll go for a heavy movie. But in terms of the Christmas genre, Elf really lightens lightens the spirits and is a real brings the family together. So I'm gonna say Elf wins out for me. Okay, okay, very good, very good. Okay. Let's go. Um, who did we go? We did we go? Annie, did you go or no? Let's go, Annie. Yeah, what's your top four? <laughs> All right, my top four. Good question. I have to remember what I put down. Um, <laughs> I know one of yours. On there for sure. Yes, it's a wonderful that life. Will. Uh, the star. Have we talked about the Not star yet? yet? Go ahead. Okay. So we went and saw the star in theaters when it came out with the kids, and I thought, and it was the first time they had ever been to a yes, movie in the was. theaters. Um, you can, yes, mm -hmm. you can tell them more in a second. Yes, so I thought it was just me for the kids. I ended up crying like three times during that movie. It is so well done. And it's so deep, too. Like, the theology in it is really wonderful. So I just loved that movie. And um, it didn't was, win for me. It's a Wonderful Life it still won out. But it was, it was definitely in my top. There you go. I don't know what that movie goes uh, in terms of the star, but they have to ruin it with the Mary de Janeiro. Exactly. Johnny's got a lot of opinions about the star. Yes. Yes, it, it is very clear. Also, a lot of people like love. Actually, I much prefer the holiday as a romantic comedy. I love the holiday. Love actually is so bad. So hot take. There you go. Is the holiday the one with Jack Black? Yeah, oh, yeah, it's the one with uh, Jack Black and Jude Law and. Um, is it Charlize okay, Theron? Is this pre-affair jo uh, Jude Law or Pope? I don't know. It's not an affair movie, probably. But I've never seen that movie. I've never seen The Holiday. It's like the oh, it's so good. Oh, Kate Winslet. Oh, Kate Winslet. Yes, Kate Winslet. Yes. And Cameron Diaz. Yeah. Cameron Diaz, that's that's the thin blonde actress I was thinking of. Was there an honorable mention there or um so honorable mention I put White Christmas because it's so good. I love the choreography in that movie. Except the song choreography weirds me out every time. But other okay. than that, I love the dance. <laughs> Very good. Folks that are watching, if you have your favorite Christmas movie or most overrated, most underrated in your opinion, what gets you in the seasonal mood? What gets you going in terms of a, a movie either with your family or with yourself on your phone or when, when wherever you are? What is your go-to Christmas movie in this season of Advent getting ready for Christmas? Let us know in the comments. And uh, Father Pat, go ahead, man. What is in your final four? I don't know who who I cross over with, but I can't believe that Annie made White Christmas her honorable mention. I mean, come on. White Christmas is one of the best Christmas movies ever made. I actually, I actually think that's a very strong contender for my bracket. So I have White Christmas, The Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Anybody mention that one? Anybody hype that one? Not yet, but I'm about to. Go ahead. All right, let's go. Um, 
yeah, the Santa Claus, the first one. Um, although I don't donk on the trilogy, like the first one's the best one easily. And uh, then I've got, um, I think Tony, this is on your list, Elf. Yeah, yeah Elf. Elf is such a solid, solid, like you know, good feel good. You know, like that. That's a, that's a good like a good bet on any day for like you know a good laugh or or let your hair down kind of blow off some steam. Elf is Elf is hard to pick over Home Alone, but that it edged out Home Alone for me. So my my honorable mention probably goes to Home Alone, but my number one pick and what will probably go toe to toe with White Christmas is Die Hard, for sure. Much love, much love. <laughs> so, is it a Christmas movie though? Like, how do you justify this? I mean, it happens during a Christmas party. It's got a theme of family reconciliation. Uh, it has the gift of giving. John McClane gives back safety and, you know, protection to the, everybody, including, you know, his estranged wife. And uh, it's got humor. It's got iconic movie lines. It's got one of the best movie villains of of all time so it's got strong i yeah i die hard is a christmas movie in my book absolutely i am so with you on this father even though and this was one of my great disappointments of i don't know if it was 2020 where this came out but it was one of my great disappointments um you know they say never meet your heroes well bruce willis himself came out and said that he does not believe die hard is a christmas movie but you yeah. know what that's why they tell celebrities you gotta stay out of politics okay i you know, he did a great job acting i'm glad it helped him break out but it was not your job to categorize the genre die hard is for sure a great christmas movie Look, it, it caters to one of those great tropes. There's a whole subgenre within Christmas movies of the I gotta get home for Christmas. Yeah. And the dude has to fight off terrorists to not only get home, but get his wife safely home for Christmas. And I I absolutely think that it falls into that genre is an awesome action movie. Um and and uh and yeah, Alan Rickman, Bruce Willis, I mean some knockout performances for sure. But also with a lot darker than than you remember when you go to watch it if you haven't watched it in a minute in a minute. Right. So I had not seen it until last night before this oh, before really? this podcast. I know, I know. I was like I have to see it because I don't I don't know what I'm talking about. And me and my wife absolutely yeah I know I know I know 80s husband like I know I know but I loved it it was so good and so please forgive me Mekulpa, Mekulpa, like it was so good and it was like it was just like it was like it was cheesy and it was just great but it was just like the way they threw things in there I was like okay it was like we got to keep it like Christmas so like randomly when someone's dying or someone's getting beat up like they'll throw like the christmas tree will fall over like randomly or other christmas songs will be playing in the background and yeah. like on, the, on the strings on the violin it just kind of wanted to remind you like every 10 minutes like oh christmas movie and i enjoyed it thoroughly um i'm not much like and it was interesting to see like i mean this came out the year i was born so you know there is that uh, but it was cool Blank blank is up there with uh, yep. uh, God bless us everyone that little Timmy <laughs> little says <laughs> like the, the you know um, <laughs> the, 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 the Christmas line yeah. 
<laughs> yes, for sure. For sure. The, fact he does this, the fact that he does all of this barefoot is just wild to me. He yeah. he fights, you know, he fights these terrorists off barefoot. Uh, it's pretty wild. So it's definitely like, yeah. So if you haven't seen it, Annie, wait, Annie, have you seen it? So, so as you're talking about it, I'm like, wait, what? I know I saw it once. Mike made me watch it. So I definitely have watched it when we were dating or something. But was that bad voice too? it has been, oh, maybe that was Bad Boys too. I don't know. It's oh, been great way movie, too long. Bad Boys too. Great movie. I watch it again. <laughs> Great movie. Bad Boys. Now that I know it's a Christmas movie, I have to check it out again. Annie, you watch Bad Boys too? Annie, you're going to have to reevaluate your whole bracket now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, right. I guess oh, so. So, Father Pat, run it through me, uh, through it again. I just, I missed your your top four a little bit. Just, can you run through them yeah, one more time? So I'll run it back. Um, I'm giving it to White Christmas, The Santa Claus, the first one, um, Elf. And Die Hard. Those are my four picks. My honorable mention probably goes to Home Alone. But I wish I had like a separate bracket for just animated movies. Because the claymation, the old like stop motion movies, those have a real soft, nostalgic part in my heart. But they don't hold up. They don't age <laughs> terribly well. Like I, I've seen them as an adult and... Let me tell you, I, it was hard for me to stay I didn't see you watching it. <laughs> Can we get a shot? <laughs> Putting something in your eggnog. But I'll tell you, uh, like as a shout out to Rudolph, my my crew, my DC crew at uh, my seminary, we we dubbed ourselves the Island of Misfit Toys, and whenever we got together to pray night prayer together, we had like a little plushie of King Moon Racer that would preside over our night pair. So like he was like the head of our merry band of misfits. And um, we didn't we didn't like take it to any extreme of like singing as a night prayer like him were on the island of misfit toys. A Charlie in the box. Nobody wants to play with a Charlie in the box. <laughs> That's awesome. He did, he did like have that connection. So there's a spiritual, there's a soft spot in my heart. But honestly, when you go back, you want to punch Rudolph in the face. Like he's so <laughs> annoying. Like, you know, the nose blowing, it's like, it pierces my soul. It's so harsh. You know, what's interesting though, too, you talk about those movies not aging well and I mentioned Rudolph in particular. Um, besides Rudolph being um, kind of a dopey character, I think that, um, you know, it was weird. It was interesting. We, we did just watch Rudolph and I was thinking to myself, you know, obviously there is still all kinds of discrimination in the world, but I think this is going to be about Rudolph or something else. No, I'm talking about Rudolph. <laughs> well, because that's the whole premise There's of the so discrimination. Right? Like, and it's this huge issue. Yeah. And I was just thinking like, of course, of course there's, crazy discrimination in the world still but i think that compared to the time that this was created in there's not that same level of like schoolyard like oh this kid looks different than me in in some way i mean kids still do that and it's a thing and that's why we have to like talk to kids intentionally about differences and stuff but i think to a, to a large there's not the same amount of of um of universal exclusion i, th I don't know i was just watching and thinking like like, is this the, I don't know. It was just like, didn't, it didn't feel like as resonant. Maybe because it didn't, you know, it doesn't go deep enough. I don't, I don't know. 
Man, big expectations for claymation movies, ladies and gentlemen. Whoever's making those, it's got to pass the eye test with Mr. Anthony Esser for sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, does Rudolph pass the Bechtel test? These are the big questions. <laughs> does it age well? Which which of the, you know, which or which doesn't age well, right? So we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. So I got my four. Okay. So my four as my kids slam my door. Uh, is I'm in my kid's bedroom, by the way. Um, the Santa Claus, Tim Allen. I remember getting it for VHS from, from my grandma. So it's like very like, you know, sentimental for me. And I don't know. I just could quote that whole movie. And the, my favorite scene is like when they go to Denny's and you see like these poor dads. And I don't know. I just, from, from, yeah, I just, he's like, He's asking for eggnog. We don't have it. Chocolate milk. We, we don't have it. Apple pie. We don't have it. And it's just the funniest thing ever. I love that movie. It's a heartwarming story. It's so good. And then, and then when the little elf Judy brings that hot chocolate, she makes it look so good. I'm like, oh I don't want one. And the I don't believe that hot Calvin like wears the PJs that Scott Calvin wears. Tell me you guys don't want that. Oh my god! Yeah. Absolutely, folks. That hot chocolate seems like it doesn't, like it doesn't actually exist. Like, and I know it doesn't technically, but like, it still feels like it's just this fairy tale hot chocolate that I will never be able to have. But I know, like, if I was in the North Pole, I could. But like, it's probably just some basic hot chocolate. Like, it was nothing. <laughs> it's like brown water. Like. Tori's going to be chasing the perfect hot chocolate for the rest of there her life. There you go, Tori. <laughs> yeah. Goal, goal, never, goal. I'll never be no, satisfied. And then I love, and then honorable mention, like my favorite, dude, who didn't love Neil? <laughs> Neil. Oh, Neil's the oh, Neil. 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 Neil with the sweater. With the counselor. Yes, he's so <laughs> funny. He's <laughs> oh, 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 Neil in the movie. Yes, yes, yes. yes, but, yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, he's so an he's annoying, but he's so right. annoying. He's at great. the very at the very end when he comes back and he <laughs> love him. And Bernard, Bernard was pretty awesome. Bernard, yeah. Bernard was. Pretty cool. Wait, is he the elf that's in that movie? Yeah, yeah, Bernard. Yeah. Oh, I always found him so annoying. Yeah. Do you really like him? Yes. I, Wasn't in he the was first cool. one. In the first one, he was cool. I don't know what they do yeah. to him in the next one. Wasn't he played by one of the brothers? The one of the who brothers? One of the Savage brothers, like Ben Savage or Fred you know Savage. What? Maybe. Maybe. He's got, I mean, no disrespect. He does have a nose thing. That's like know, so the one that plays Corey ends up getting Are a nose job in the, in the Girl Meets World. I don't it's know if you not, noticed. It's not Corey. No, it's it's Corey. he plays in something else. Plays Bernard the Elf. Sorry, who? I apologize. What's his name? David Crumholtz. It sounds like it'd be his name. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Next up. Uh, for me, just it's Home Alone not One. No. Yes. For me. For me, it's Home Alone One. <laughs> and then National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Wow. Yeah. Yes. And and again, it's one that I've seen beats and beats and bits and pieces of over the years, and I finally sat down and watched it for real with my wife. And I loved it. So it was funny to me. It was great. But then my number one overall, and I don't know what this seems to, to you guys who've ever seen it, The Family Stone. Have you ever seen that? I know, I know of this movie. I probably saw it once back in the day. 
it's it's the most awkward movie, but it just hits for me. Uh, Rachel McAdams, uh, the girl, the the main girl from Sex in the City. Uh, who else is in it? Uh, Diane Keaton isn't Diane Keaton. Diane, Diane Keaton is the mom. Uh, the guy who plays um, Mr. Incredible, who does the voice of Mr. Incredible, the dad. Oh yeah, he's uh, pretty awesome. Anyway, just it's just like think of like the most awkward. Like things that can happen when you bring your girlfriend or boyfriend home and just watch it unfold. And it's just crazy the type of stuff that happens in that movie. And it's just awkward. Like the awkward <laughs> dinner conversation where someone says something racist and you're just like, like, and like, and, it just, and you just keep going. They're like, what else can we throw out? What other, like, you know, and then she gets like homophobic or something. She gets, and it's incredibly like just awkward. And it's just amazing to watch. So if you, ha- if you have a minute, uh, it's so good. Is, like it awesome. is it similar to Meet the Parents? It's 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 darker. <laughs> it's darker. Than, yeah, okay. it's darker than because I hate movies where everything goes wrong. But maybe you like that. Oh, I, no, I love that. Oh, I hate that. No, it all ends oh. great. It all ends. Oh, it's it's got a heart, man. It's got a, it knows what it's doing. It's got a heart. And Owen Wilson's in it. Wait, no, Luke Wilson. Wait, which one? Luke Wilson. Luke Wilson's in it too. Luke a Wilson. lot of good actors uh, are in that. Dark hair or blonde hair? Dark hair. That's Luke, Luke right? Wilson. Yeah, Luke. yeah. A She's Christmas really Meet the Parents sounds amazing. I can't believe they didn't make that. Oh, it doesn't. It doesn't. And then my honorable mention, again, I don't know what this does for my Catholic points, but uh, The Night Before. Uh, with, uh, with uh, what's his name? Seth Rogen. Yes. So that's all you need to know. Uh, Seth Rogen, Anthony Mackie, who plays um, Falcon in uh, The Winter Soldier and Captain America. Um, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. They have one night to recreate Christmas Eve uh, because Joseph Gordon-Levitt's parents died. And so every year they have this, this epic Christmas Eve and it's their last time to do it. And just the funniest part ever is when Seth Rogen, uh, he's He's on something, on some sauce, and then he he makes his way over to a Catholic church at midnight mass, and he's Jewish, and just craziness ensues. And so, yes, um, he, yeah, he has to deal with the fact that who killed Jesus, and uh, yeah, so it's pretty crazy. Uh, but anyway, it, it's funny, and I'm, I don't obviously support everything that, ha- that happens in that movie, but it was just a great honorable mention, and so I'll, I'll leave it there. So again, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's see, let's see, we got some folks here. Uh, who else has some uh, Christmas favorites? And this will go into our next topic, a Christmas story. Yes. Uh, I, what's that one? I, wait, what is that one? Oh my gosh. I was oh, wanting yeah. so bad an opening to talk about. Out, You'll shoot your eye out. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's classic Christmas story. A great line uh, that I, I, that resonates with parents everywhere. Um, but is another hysterical, you know, like the Denny scene. That one is like they go out to the Chinese restaurant and are trying to celebrate Christmas. Um, so, so great. Santa Claus got it. Great, great hysterical film. I do, I do like the um, except I didn't say fudge line. That's another. <laughs> that's another fantastic uh, part of any Christmas movie out there. But ultimately, this almost topped my overhyped list. Because Christmas Story has been on the top of like so many of my friends' lists, and like I'm not gonna take it. I'm not gonna like 
you know, diss all of my friends at once. But like, <laughs> at once. Yeah, I didn't put it in my in my top four. Like, I don't see why it's like so beloved, but it is. And I respect I, I respect their choices. You know? So this is your overrated. So are we into overrated right now? So you're saying a Christmas story is overrated. I'm saying it almost took like it almost took that title for me. My 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 actual spot for like the most overhyped and I don't get it um, spot is is gonna get me a whole lot of hate mail. Um, it's a hot take. I I am not an it's a wonderful life guy. Like, <laughs> multiple tries. Oh, I know I'm talking wow. about this is the end of our friendship. It's been beautiful, it's been really wonderful in life too, but like it's a wonderful life. Like it just I think it's it's I don't know. It's Jimmy Stewart. It's it's Clarence. It's sweet. It's saccharine. It's I guess so. Like we we were talking about like realism before. Like I need a little bit of that Family Stone dynamic. I've never seen the Family Stone, but I need a little bit of that to like put me in the Christmas spirit because that's a little bit closer to like my own experience and like. It's a Wonderful Life is just, it doesn't do it for me. Um, so, yeah, for me personally, that's my most hype. There you go. Annie, can you convert him? Well, when, he pulls, when he pulls that banister off, Father, there is nothing more real than when you are a person who is trying to, like, fix up your home and you want it, you have these big dreams for your life, and you just feel like but all you're doing is just, like, the daily grind, day in day out does anyone even notice and then you're like pulling the banister off of your stairs every time and then suddenly you realize wow my life touched so many other lives and then that banister doesn't drive you crazy anymore you know what that it's just crazy. because father is up in that beautiful rectory of his and that he just doesn't get the point <laughs> of working class lay people <laughs> yes i'm in my i'm in my ivory my ivory tower and is the banister at the beginning or the end of the movie both it comes back yeah so i think have you watched it as an adult father no i have not i have i'll be honest I think that's you, what you, need to do. you gotta watch it as an adult because as a kid you like it it's fine but once you watch it as an adult it takes on a whole new meaning for you i think you're gonna love it now that you've all these children let's see like the effect that um amy grant uh <clears throat> grown-up Christmas list will have on me where like I hated it as a, as a child and like my my weird you know adult heart has softened to it but okay I'll, I promise I promise this Christmas Probably. I'll give it a shot there's still time I'm sticking to my guns for the time being that's my pick for okay Christmas. let's if go for any other reason then we get to hear father's Jimmy Stewart impression yeah and father, just so you know too, Mike's watched it when we were dating, and he did not want to watch it last night when we watched it as a family. He was like weepy many times during it, and all of the kids were like, "See, Dad, we knew you were gonna like it." And then Bridget prayed at night that everyone would realize that they have wonderful lives if they don't think that they do. So Aww. you need. And you're too nice. What's your most overrated? Come on. Oh, um, any oh, I don't know. I don't know enough movies. Actually, no. I'm gonna really say, make you like. Oh. Okay, um, I'm gonna say Love Actually is over. That's one. At least when we were in college, people used to watch it all the time as like this great Christmas movie. Um, I don't know. There are like moments of it that 
are good, I guess, but overall it really is not a great message that they are uh, sending out okay. there. That's why I picked a romantic comedy for Christmas the holiday. Let's go. All right. Tony, what do you think, man? Most overrated for you. Uh, that's so tough because I just love the genre so much. And the ones that I think are not so great, I feel like people generally agree with me on. Like one I'm thinking of that misses the mark, let me just take a, si a side door out of this question, is um, is a movie called Jingle All the Way. Oh! Is, is maybe a movie that is so bad that it is good because I will say yes. it's an entertaining watch. It is an entertaining Arnold watch. Schwarzenegger. But it is a crazy movie. Yes, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad. Sinbad. Yes, do not forget the contributions <laughs> of Sinbad to the Christmas genre. Okay, absolutely a crazy movie. Another one with a great, like, kind of not quite a stepdad character, but like a possible affair with a neighbor character. Really odd. It's there's there's like disgruntled, um, uh, uh, shorter people, Santas, there's exploding postmen. I don't know, there, it's it's <laughs> wild. Um, and and I think. Yeah, but but entertaining nonetheless. But I'll but I'll throw that out there. I will say as a follow up to the Christmas story, uh, hate Christmas story has maybe maybe father feels about it like Annie feels about love. Actually, it's a lot of, for me. Christmas story is a lot of moments. There's it doesn't have a great overriding plot, but there. I mean, the moment where his little brother is like, I can't move my arms like that. I mean, just like classic things. Or you Very just quotable. Like, it's very quotable. Yeah, yeah. Very uh, Americana Christmas, I feel like. But okay. uh, anyway, that's my spiel. There you go. Tori, most overrated. What do you think, movie-wise? Oh, overrated. Um, I'm trying to think. But I like it. But I I like it. But it's also, like, they played it so much in school. Oh, like, all the time, whenever we would watch. And I'm sorry, Anthony, to do this, but... It's the uh, it's Elf, and oh, I like yeah. Will Ferrell, and I like it, and I quote like "Bye, buddy, hope you find your dad" all the time. <laughs> but it was just played so much that like I don't know. It got to the point where I was like, I'm so yeah, I'm so tired yeah. of, this, of this movie. But I don't know. Other than that, like Love Actually, like is a terrible movie just across the board. <laughs> it's like just so not good. I've watched it maybe three times. Um, there you go. But there's like no good message. I mean, there's just like cheating and scandal and other things that are like not talkable about or talking. Yeah, can't it. even speak. Not good. What? Yes, yes, what that. There's, there's porn. Like, Couldn't hear. Yes, that there's well. like. Okay. <laughs> my porn. All right, moving on. Um, <laughs> who had to get in there? Oh, okay, mine. Uh, overrated. It's Elf. It's Elf, hands down. Oh. I just. Damn. I just can't get into it. And the reason I can't get into it, and I like Will Ferrell. I like Will Ferrell. What, who's the girl? Zoe Deschanel. Oh, nope. Zoe Deschanel. No. no. Zoe Deschanel. I'm not blonde. No, 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 no. No, I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. When she talks, I'm just like, oh, no, come on. Like, And when she starts singing, I'm like, I'm out, dude. I don't even take take my three ninety nine. I'm good. I'm just <laughs> I don't even want it Maybe back. she and Bernard and Santa Claus should get together. They would have like annoying voice comments. Who? Who? Oh, her, her and Bernard? No. Yeah. Bernard. Exactly. Bernard. Bernard. Uh, Bernard. 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 Bernard.
I can't do it. Well, guys, I mean, are we bad? Are we bad Catholics that we haven't mentioned the Christ and Christmas movie? Like, let's get into that. I know um, a few of us have alluded to it, but I'll kind of start it off. If we're talking a Christ and Christmas movie where it actually is a Christmas movie, right? If I had to really say, I have to say what really does it. And I, and I, we asked our, um, we asked our listeners and our followers on IG, and I'm interested to see what they had to say. But I asked them, and uh, among other things, other other matchups, I asked them, which is better, you know, or who who does it better? Is it the Nativity Story or like the the Star? And and I thought the Star is an animated movie on the Nativity Story, which I thought was so well done and is so entertaining. And from the perspective of the donkey, right, and the animals there, and I was like. Go ahead. I saw this in theaters and I love the music to it. I love the um, Tracy Morgan's in it. So I'm in. I love Tracy Morgan. He, I think he's one of the, um, I don't know if he's one of the donkeys or, or whatever, but like, I, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. And so for me, if we're talking, uh, you know, keeping Christ in Christmas movie edition, I'm talking the star. And it's something I can watch with my kids and something that I would even watch on my own. And maybe that doesn't say much about the movies that are out that have to do with Jesus, like for real, but one that never really gets talked about. I mean, and it does, it's not a Christmas movie, but the uh, Mary of Nazareth is, is, is a, is a movie um, that no one talks about. It, it came out in like 2010 or whatever, Mary of Nazareth. And they're the way they shoot, the way they display the nativity right, for a little Beautiful. bit is incredible. And, and super like, it's just a different, like, it's still like the depth of theology with the fact that like, pretty sure like joseph's not even there like joseph isn't there and i'm always a big fan of like not having joseph at that moment because one it's not scriptural and um the fact that the 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 idea or the teaching that this was an intimate moment between mary the mother of god and christ and joseph was experiencing the nativity in a different way in his slumber in his sleep or, or, or working or doing whatever, I thought that was really impactful. So if you haven't seen it, it's not a Christmas movie, a Mary of Nazareth. I don't know if it's Ignatius Media or I don't yeah. know what. I mean, you are you were in the bookstores, Anthony. You were oversaw that thing. It was indeed, and it sold very well. So, no, it was it's very, very well, right? Oh, incredibly. Yeah, and no, it was a really beautiful depiction of the nativity. Um, I mean, even like a small aesthetic detail of being in the cave Versus, you know, the kind of like stable that, you know, might be more common, but um, was just like lit beautifully. And just one of those things like that I really admire about movies where it manages to inspire or depict a sense of like wonder, you know, because it is such an ordinary thing. You know, I mean, it's extraordinary in, in human terms. If you've ever seen the birth of a child, it is extraordinary. But just the idea of a mother and her child can be so ordinary to see in the world. But that but that this is an extraordinary moment and that movie does depict it very beautifully. Yeah. Very good. It, it really does. And I did give it a listen and I, and I watched it for my, my youth group kids. I just, I played it, uh, the nativity story, um, with Oscar Isaacs, you know, and then, you know, but it just, it didn't hit, it didn't hit with the kids and they loved Mary of Nazareth actually. So shout out to the youth ministers. If you're not playing Mary of Nazareth, even clips of it, I think are really good. But for me, the star really does it. What does it for you guys in terms of a Christmas adaptation, Christmas, Christ and Christmas movie, religious? What do you got? Uh, um, let's go, Tori. What do you think? Uh, movie wise, and maybe it I hasn't mean, been probably, yet. Yeah, I mean, 
No, nothing has been made that satisfies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, but I still like the claymation of Little Drummer Boy for like the Christ and Christmas. Um, I don't know the nativity scene in that really uh, gets to me. And there's also like um, a part with a, I don't know if you guys have ever seen Nestor, the long eared donkey. Um, it's another, it. yeah, it's basically like Rudolph, but religious. Um, so Nestor ends up being the donkey that Mary and Joseph like ride on and his ears like help in some situation. I don't, but those two, yeah. those two really, um, I don't know, they bring the nativity to life a bit and they're old and nostalgic and I don't very know. good, very good. Oh, wait, I don't know about Nestor. All I know is Dominic, the Italian Christmas donkey. Uh, <laughs> That's the only donkey I know. How about you, Annie? <laughs> what does it for Annie? I Like I said, I loved the star. It really was just beautifully done. Um, another one that isn't about the birth of Christ, but we haven't talked about, I don't think, is a Christmas carol, which does, mm. I mean, it helps you to ask those bigger questions, right, about life. And um, so I think that even Muppets Christmas Carol is great. <laughs> like, yep. uh, but I, I've Why? never seen Mary. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm going to have to get to watch that. There you go. Father Pat? Okay, I need a ruling from the committee because I am going to rep something here. I think, at least in my book, this passes the, the test of, like, Christ and Christmas. Um, but it comes down to one simple, one simple question of like, does it have to be like an actual depiction of the birth of Christ? Because I think Charlie Brown uh, Christmas special mm. it, is, a, is a Christ and Christmas story because of Linus's speech. They're doing the pageant. They're 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 arguing with one another, and then Linus comes out and he gives the actual. Um, the actual story of Christmas. And I, I always loved the idea that this special gets played pretty much every year on like syndicated television. And they talk about like the actual birth of, of Jesus. And then they sing actual Christmas hymns. And so I, I need a ruling from the committee. Does that qualify? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Very good. Very good. Anthony, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I'm just going to echo Father Pat here because that was my choice too. That Charlie Brown Christmas special, I think that, um, you know, Charlie and Lucy and the whole gang, um, you know, it, it's it's interesting because this week, right, we're reflecting on on the virtue of joy and, um, and the video up on our feed um, that um, Mike Tenney uh, wrote, a beautiful reflection on being intentional about choosing joy. And I think that, that that movie is kind of a practice in that and why, you know, and how we can, how practicing joy in part draws our attention back to the focus of Christmas. It's a celebration, but it's not just a party, right? It's a celebration of this, of the moment of the incarnation. And just so simple that Linus, when, when Charlie Brown is kind of, 
not really asking the question in general in in or in genuinely you know he says what's christmas all about he's just kind of frustrated with like not you know just like a lot of us get like our christmas gifts aren't getting bought you know oh it's not going to arrive in the right day or i got too much stuff to prep and he's just kind of frustrated what's all this nonsense about and linus just very simply answers him this is exactly what it's about and reads him the scripture and um and that and that moves them to joy and and the sense of togetherness it's beautiful i Absolutely. Um, there you go, Anthony. All right, all right. There we go. Yes, the ruling has passed, and we get Ms. Honeywell. Elf is the best. Spoken, Father Pat. There you go. All right. Let me. Let's go. Let's go to the. Let's go to the fans. Let's go to the followers here. Um, overwhelming. Seventy percent of our uh, viewers say. That Father Pat should shave his beard. <laughs> no, 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 just kidding. Um, keep it, keep it, keep it. Who wins between? I wanted to put Jim Carrey's Grinch versus Benedict Cumberbatch's uh, version, and this was kind of you know mismatch there. Um, it was um, Jim Carrey won seventy to thirty. It was it was Cumberbatch, right? He does he does yep. the Grinch, right? Animated. What about the animated one? Oh, the first one. I didn't even put that in there. Was that because he went on it. Oh yeah, I love that one. Yeah, for me, for me, the like the the biggest disappointing Christmas movie was the live action remake of The Grinch. I I love how The Grinch. Yeah, I'm not. I I'm a pretty solid oh. Jim Carrey guy too, but this yeah. one is his like aberrant. Like this is the one where he goes outside the the lines for me, and he crosses over. Um, but like I. That's kind of like how you feel about Will Ferrell in, in Elf. Like you, you're not feeling it or whatever. Sure, but like, sure. that's yeah, yeah. Okay. So like for me, it, there's just nothing that can replace like the old 1954, whatever it was, yeah. like how the Grinch stole Christmas. Um, yeah, the, the, the voice work, the song. Oh my gosh. The song is that movie, you know. Um, you're a mean one, <laughs> Grinch. <laughs> there you go. Okay, yeah. okay. So well, that was and more... we know, fun fact, that song, um, it was uh, sung by the same guy who voiced um, Tony the Tiger, historically. Shut the front door. Are you serious? What? Yep. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm, yes. I'm trying to remember his, uh, bring up his name here. Um, Jim Carrey, creepy always. Jim Carrey, creepy always. <laughs> Well, I'll agree with you in this movie. He is biz because I mean I love me some Jim. Jimmy Jim has some of my favorite movies of all time. He's creepy though. Yeah. I mean, I so, love I love The Mask. You know, Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, he got creepy yeah, movies. I like Jim Carrey. Truman um, Show, little serious role. <laughs> Truman <laughs> Show, very good. Truman Show is awesome. No, Thurl. Talking about Emma Stone, though. That's weird. Thurl Ravenscroft was his name. He did the How the Grinch Stole Christmas song. And also played Tony the Tiger for a very long time. Anyone ever see one magic Christmas? We don't pay attention to magic, though, Mike. We're Catholic. (laughs) (laughs) What's wrong with you? Get off the feet. depressing Christmas movie. What are you selling? Do you mold our our nation's youth? Yeah, we're going to get you out of here. All right. Very good. (laughs) Let's see. Uh, Who wins our fans have selected? Home Alone? Versus Home Alone 2. I know you can't do that, but I did it. I wanted to see which one was better. And uh, Father Pat, what do you think the ruling was? 
it's got to be the original gangster. Otherwise, we have to rethink our choices in life as a society. Like, yeah, it's got it's got to be the original gangster. <laughs> Even though I would say, like the the cast, like the, on the villain side for Home Alone Two, is like awesome. Like you know, Tim Curry and uh, mm. and all these guys. Like that was that was pretty awesome. Uh, Home Alone, the original, wins seventy eight to twenty two percent. Have you guys um, um Have you guys seen the John Mulaney joke about Home Alone Two? No. Yes. That I, yeah, I won't say it completely, but he's just like, how do you get lost in New York? It's a grid system. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's true. That's yeah. True. <laughs> I don't know, Pesci, Pesci and What's-His-Face do some, some of the best physical comedy of like, <laughs> like they truly were one of the performances that made me want to be a better physical comedian growing up. But Home Alone had one of the scariest moments of my childhood. Yes. Like, the, like the old man with the shovel is absolutely straight <laughs> terrifying. Like until until he turns it around and he becomes like the hero. Oh, and we have that yeah. scene in the church. The scene in the church is beautiful. Oh like, yeah. oh my gosh, I love it. I love Not it. Not to mention Catherine O'Hara of Schitt's Creek fame. But yeah. Catherine O'Hara from some of her earlier roles. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. That scream. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about any love for Buzz, guys? Oh, Buzz. Buzz. Oh, How yeah. do we feel about Buzz, the brother? <laughs> any love? I mean, <laughs> no. no. Buzz deserves everything that, that's coming to him. Like, <laughs> what a great character. Like, he has great lines. Aren't you worried something bad going to happen to Kevin? No, like I'm not that lucky. Like, <laughs> <laughs> some great lines. Or their cousin who's going to pee on the bunk bed. Oh, yes. Fuller. Yes, so true. It's real yeah. life. I was Fuller as a kid. Yeah, you got to sleep under Fuller. <laughs> <laughs> You're what the French call les incompetents. Les incompetents. <laughs> I remember people asking the big question when when talking about rewatching movies when you're an adult is what the heck did Mr. McAllister do for a living that he could afford that huge house and a vacation to Paris for that big family? I for the know I, I'm in the wrong industry and I want to know which one he's in. Like, yeah. I think he was I think he was laundering money for like the the cartel. Like he was Ozark before Ozark. <laughs> yes. The the remake will be with Jason Bateman. Yes. <laughs> yes. Would you like to see a remake of Home Alone? No. Oh man, they they'll probably do yeah. it. They, they will. We already it. saw that fail. Wasn't that Home Alone three? They used probably. a different. Oh, I went like to the theaters. So bad though, because there's so much more technology now, and it's going to be like, oh, my ring is alerting me. Like, how are we? Like, how? <laughs> Or it's because like I have to disconnect the ring and like cyber cyber hack this do entire house. Have, yeah. Do you ever poke holes in it? I mean, or do you just enjoy it? Do you ever sit in there and think like, what was the quickest way to solve that night? What was the quickest way to like to beat it? Besides call, using a damn phone. Call like, her neighbor. Like she calls her neighbor and says like, go go check on my son or something. You know, like get my. Get my son and please, like, you know, watch over him. I'm a terrible parent. Please <laughs> yeah. don't call Child Protective Services. <laughs> right. 
I don't know, Anthony, was there a way to solve the first yeah, night? I think, I think that's a good point. I think, I mean, one of you, right? Like you either have like my wife does the mother across the street or like I do the neighbor with the ladder that you borrow. Like if, <laughs> even, even in our society where we're not all buddies with our neighbors, you have at least one number, right? I don't know, yeah. man. They, that's exactly. a lot of real estate in that house. They, their neighbors are like, or the facts that I mean, I have to I have to go back and watch it and see. But I mean, the fact that like the cops don't persist in like finding this kid, quicker, <laughs> what do they do? Like knock on the door, be like, oh, he's not home. I don't know. The guy with the donut. Honestly, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. All right, uh, here you go. Um, I think someone's. Oh wait, Lethal Weapon. Can it be counted as a Christmas movie? What do you think? I've never actually watched it. That's never seen it. Not me. Does Anybody? Lethal Weapon. Mel Gibson and uh, uh, who is Robert? Danny Glover, yes, and uh, seven years after Die Hard, so I think they're trying to come on their coattails. Great, great franchise, great action franchise. Speaking of Die Hard, it it got a heck yes, fifty six percent over forty four percent in terms of a a Christmas movie. So it it just made it. Still pretty controversial. It is. It is. It is. Um, I I had one who delivers on Christmas movies in terms of, and this is a quick hitter in terms of what actor really like is Mr. Christmas and like in terms of delivery. So it was Tim Allen with three movies, Chevy chase with just the one of a Christmas vacation, Macaulay Culkin, obviously home alone one and two or Jim Carrey, um, the Grinch and Christmas Carol, which we haven't even talked about if his adaption of it was even any good. Can can I nominate a, uh, like a walk on? Can I, can I throw in a walk on? Go ahead. Um. Okay, make make sure you get this right, Mullen. Bing Crosby for White Christmas, Holiday Inn, and The Bells of St. Mary's. Okay, so he's got he's got some solid some solid candidates. There you go. There you go. Who does it for you, Tony? I think. Okay, this may be a hot take because it's the only the one, and I think I'm trying to remember who, if anyone mentioned it as their movie, but I'm going to say Chevy Chase because his character. And Christmas Vacation is like Mr. Christmas. The dude is like me. He wants to Christmas so bad and so hard. And the world just like will not let him. But that <laughs> moment where those lights come on, I mean, that is just like <laughs> middle American Christmas dad like bliss if you've ever seen it. So I think I'm going to give it to Chevy Chase. Okay, okay. Annie? If you had to choose someone that really doesn't play, who, who you going to play to watch for Christmas? Um, I... I- I'm going to have to go with Father Pat's walk-on choice there. I just, just the classic movie. And isn't that the first time that White Christmas was ever sung? Like, I'm Dreaming of a White Christmas. I think it was written for that movie. So just, like, hearing him sing that song, that's Christmas. Uh, You're not alone. You guys are not alone on that. Bing Crosby. uh, Who is Biz? She's killing it right now. Bing Crosby <laughs> is totally the king of Christmas. He also has an amazing Christmas album. True. Very true. Great baritone. And he follows it with Macaulay Culkin's very creepy now, too. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin a break. Boyd, Boyd's been through some life. Yes. There you go. There you go. Um, as far as um, the classics go, I asked, I asked folks what they think of either – it's a wonderful life or miracle on 34th street. Uh, wonderful life edged it out with 26 votes. 
and Miracle on uh, 34th Street, eight votes. Wow. That's a great one, too. One of my wife's favorite movies. Even though I'm the one who threw shade at It's a Wonderful Life, I'll still take... I'll still take it in that situation because it, it at least even though like I have problems with it and I do need to rewatch it as an adult, this I promise you, this I will do. Yes. Nonetheless. <laughs> I mean, the every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. This just causes me theological difficulties in talking <laughs> to people. We turned to the kids. We were like, that part isn't true. That part isn't true. <laughs> yeah. Tori? Yeah. Um what are we saying? I don't even know. It's a wonderful life. I'm talking about it's a wonderful life. No, yeah. it's so good. Better but, than that, Christmas. I don't even think I've seen Miracle on 34th Street, honestly. Um so me I really can't compare the two. But the ending scene of It's a Wonderful Life is so good. It's just I gotta watch it now. Yeah, you really, you really do. My tenth graders, yeah. and then I'm watch it. I, oh, yeah, I did just look up, um, the reason why it's like about the incarnation, because I wanted to like see what the point was. That's, that's what my uh, boss made it. But basically, and this is spoiler alert again, if you have not seen this seventy something old year old movie, um, is that George has to make himself like so small, and it talks about like correlating that to God becoming small. Anyways, wow. so. We did one for the claymation and it was either between Little Drummer Boy, Frosty the Snowman, Charlie Brown Christmas, or and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer in terms of animated shorts go, movie you go. Um with 19 votes, the major uh the majority leader yeah. was Rudolph. Makes sense. I think Try that's you. a classic one, but you did leave out some of the other claymation ones. I mean, Santa so what Claus if down. Or a year without a Santa a Claus. I mean, that's up TikTok. There you yeah. go. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening. You've been watching to the Holy Ruckus Podcast Advent Edition Christmas movie time. We are um, about to go uh, go home for the night. Parting shots. Movies that they need to watch right now. Folks, what are the movies they need to watch right now to get in the spirit? Heck, you can even throw in some shows in there. I, I just redid and, and made sure I wanted to watch all the Boy Meets World Christmas ones just because I loved Ooh. it so much. Oh, so I don't know. Cool. Everybody should see Family Stone and give it a shot. I did a poor job of selling it, but honestly, the Family Stone, go ahead and check that out. But uh, let's go around. Let's start with Tori. Um, what should people be watching? Um, besides, of course, hang out with your family, pray, do the whole thing, go to mass. But then otherwise, movie yeah. time. I want to watch some old ones. Like, I also want to watch the Mary-Kate Nashley to Grandmother's House We Go. Like, that's just a super old one that I kind of haven't seen in forever. So. What a okay. B-side poll. That is a deep dive. <laughs> yeah. You know, Annie? Let's just have mentioned at the end there, um, Miracle on 34th Street, the old one, the black and white version, is a very good movie. I haven't seen the newer one, but I highly recommend that. Very good. Best Christmas pageant ever. I've never heard of that one. I got I to gotta show love to, to Connor Smith. This, this took, takes me way back. I think, I think this is the same one. This was my acting, no, technically my second acting role of all time. Like as a child. I played in the best Christmas pageant ever. And it's it's a story about like um 
and stop me if I'm wrong, Connor Smith, but uh, it's 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 a story about like these like roughneck like kids, these like siblings that like basically crash the party in this like nice like you know neat Christmas story play, and they they like end up taking some of the like lead roles, and it's a it's a very heartwarming heartwarming kind of like um uh, like discovery of Christmas as as these like you know horrible kids like you know basically use the Christmas story and the Christmas play that they hijack for hijinks see what I did there ah. they, into, um, they, they turn it into like their their understanding and they're like you know coming not coming of age but like coming around basically there you go can I change my answer Josh go for please it. okay the man who invented Christmas it is a movie about Charles Dickens it is so 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 good Really? Okay. Is that fairly recent or or no? Uh, 2017 is when it came yeah, out. It's I, so I good. I, I heard it. Tony, what do you think, brother? All right, I got a couple notes. So first of all, I want to piggyback off of your Boy Meets World comment. Love Boy Meets World. And speaking of the Savage Brothers that we were talking about earlier, um, the previous coming-of-age show from, uh, was it Fred Savage, the elder brother, was uh, Wonder Years. Now, yeah. I don't remember specifically if there was Christmas episodes, but really, really amazing show. I believe it's on Netflix. I rewatched it there at some point. Um, and that's kind of like that well, 60s, 70s. Exactly. Absolutely. So good. Um, look for uh, Brownie Points if you can find Ross. Uh, what's his name? David, uh, whatever his name Schwimmer. is. Yes, David Schwimmer is in there as his older sister's boyfriend at one point. So look for that. But um, my Christmas recommendations in particular, though, um, one fun one, because we haven't talked about them yet. You got to get over and watch some Hallmark movies while you have a glass of wine with, yes, we didn't uh, talk about them. with your, with your sister-in-law or whoever it is you like to laugh. And you know, that unlikely, um, friend that you like to watch ridiculous things with. Um, and so I'll recommend one in particular to get you started. The spirit of Christmas is particularly ridiculous. So go and enjoy that, that whole genre. If you have time for all of that, um, God love always you. time. A serious recommendation that we just watched last night is a 2019 film uh, with Khaleesi herself, Amelia um, oh. uh, Clark, and um, and um, Emma Thompson is in it, as well as Henry Golding, Michelle Yao, um, all kinds of awesome people. is called Last Christmas. Um, another, uh, it, it was a really good kind of like down on your luck. How to come around to um, to to family type movies, but actually like surprisingly um, impactful um, ending and and story. Definitely um, pro probably one for the, for the adults, but not a not a raunchy or or, or nasty movie at all. Um, really lovely, funny, um, great great watch. So recommend Last Christmas for sure. I think it's free and on demand for a lot of people. So check that out. Very good. Uh, Mickey Mouse version of the Christmas Carol with Scrooge Duck. Okay, okay. Oh, One that was good was Huey, Dewey, and Louie have to redo Christmas every day. Yes. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. Where's my kisses? So good. Duck. Oh, I love that movie. Yes, we watched it with my kids the oh, other day. Tiny Tim. Oh, so good, so good. Um, folks, anything else? Pardon shots. We're 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 heading yeah. out. I'll 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 put in a, a couple plugs. I realize I'm a week. Uh, a week too late for a different plug that money, for it, Pat. Plug, plug that money. But I will almost definitely at some point I've committed myself to rewatching It's a Wonderful Life, but 
you can bet you can bet your bottom dollar, especially with this moving to Peacock sometime in 2021. Uh-oh. Sad face. Um, I will be watching all of the the Office Christmas episodes. Yes, um, I did that too. Uh, because that's just it's got to happen. I, I, I'm on the countdown clock. Um, I usually I love to watch, especially the Christmas scenes of Her- the Harry Potter movies, which is really only a couple oh. of the early ones. But Harry, Harry, like Hogwarts at Christmas, is it, it fills a part of like what I think Christmas should be apparently in somewhere in my in my brain. Um, but I will I will say that one thing that I will be doing, um, and everyone should do at some point or another, is to you know celebrate uh, the, the the whole season of of Christmas um, and the last few days of Advent that we're in, either by like watching or putting on your own lessons and carols. Um, that's something that I miss that, that we're not doing in the parish this year. Um, but to celebrate the whole, the whole Christmas season, like as we get closer and closer to let Christmas be Christmas, don't let Christmas end on boxing day on December 26th, but celebrate the whole octave, the whole 12 days of Christmas, the whole season of Christmas. We get until John the Baptist baptizes Jesus in the Jordan. So like, yeah, enjoy the whole Christmas season, stretch this sucker out because that's, I'm never ready to say goodbye to Christmas. And it feels like it just got here when people immediately start putting their trees on the curb, you know, or they, they take their lights down and it's so sad for me. It's so sad. (laughs) There you go. How long do the trees usually have? Mine usually make it well into January. I mean, I I leave them up and the Christmas lights, I leave them up. Yeah. I don't know. Absolutely. I want to, I want to say too, I think echoing father Pat, um, you know, one of the great things about those Christmas uh, moments in the Harry Potter movies is he's without his family, both his family, uh, his, his parents who are gone um, and his, his aunt and uncle and cousin who don't really care for him. And so a lot of those moments are about highlighting the chosen family, um, the family that takes him in that Harry has and um, and being close and taking care of one another. I mean, the Weasleys, even in, in the very little that they have, they're people who don't have a lot to give. They give Harry. Mrs. Weasley knits him a sweater along with everyone else and her other kids. And so I think that's such a great reminder during the season for us to take in, um, you know, those uh, those other kids under the under the stairs and um, and care for people like Harry's cared for. And I love Father's point, too, about celebrating Christmas. And I want to echo that, too. Pick something small, even because I know people like me, I'm going to be going to work you know, during that 12 days of Christmas season. Um, but even if it's, you know, continue to listen to Christmas songs and then read the nativity story at night, you know, for Bible time with your kids or whatever it is, find one tiny thing that works for you to, to keep that celebration alive and Christ at the center of, of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anything I else? Mean, you need permission from a Catholic priest. Not that I wield this power, Uh-oh. but once upon a time, the Christmas season would run all the way into until the presentation of the Lord, February 2nd, which is one of the joyful mysteries. So just saying, if you need to be lazy this year after recovering from the hangover of 2021's like just, you know, mind, you know what, all over us, then wait till February 2nd and then start taking down your tree and your your stuff. You know, some people will hate you, but the rest of us will love you. 
<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening, you've been watching to the Holy Vuckus podcast on Facebook Live and on YouTube. Thanks so much for rocking with us. Please do us a favor and follow us on our podcasting platforms on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and of course, Spotify. And uh, drop a like, drop a comment, share this conversation if you dug it. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys later. Thanks so much again, Annie, Tori, Anthony, and of course, my co-host extraordinaire, Father Pat. Father Pat, why don't you give him a little blessing, give him a little something, something as we head home for the evening. Shut I? In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Uh, Lord, as we've entered into our uh, final preparations for your advent, your coming at uh, in the incarnation of Christmas, let us celebrate uh, your O antiphons. Let us sing out loud, um, O come, O come, Emmanuel, from our hearts, um, asking that you be a part of our lives today, that you uh, continue to convert us to greater love for you, um, and then spur us on to um, a, a, an outpouring of charity towards our neighbor, towards those around us, towards those who are not blessed in the same way or maybe struggling in a, in a hidden way. Uh, may you move our hearts um, to become your, uh, to give you the gift this, this Christmas of love of one another. And may Almighty God bless you in your final days of preparation, Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, y'all. And then parting shots. Rocky is also a Christmas movie. And what? Who hasn't done a, a Star Wars Christmas marathon? Oh, oh my gosh. Come on. You know you've done it. Let's they go. Are. I have. That's Thank a winter. You. That's like a winter weather. Like I'm stuck in. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Hey, thanks so much. Um, for my guests, hang on, and then we'll see you guys later. Thanks so much again. Have a good night, guys. Happy Advent. See ya. Bye. See ya. Good night.